Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Episode sixty-four. Welcome everybody. Today we have a guest on the show who's already been on the show in episode 35 his name is ian mchenry and he is the co-founder and ceo of beyond pricing so ian welcome back to the show thanks jasper it's good to be back how are you doing good good things are good here how's uh how's everything going with uh, beyond pricing good things are going great um I think when we last spoke, we might have only been in a few markets, um, and now we we just raised a nice round of venture capital, um, uh, 1.5 million dollars, to really help us expand and get us on into a lot more markets. Um, and, you know, build up our support team so we can help people out a lot more one on one, and then also get us on some more platforms uh, besides Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb. Um, so we're now in, uh, I think we're at about 30 markets, um, and in the next week or two, we should be in the top 50 markets around the world, um, and that should cover uh, approximately 60% of all listings uh, on Airbnb. Um, eventually, we'll get to that long tail, but um, but it's exciting to sort of see um, people that have been waiting for us for a while, we're finally getting them access. Mm-hmm. And for those who do not know what Beyond Pricing is, can you just give a quick summary of, of what you guys do and how you guys can help Airbnb hosts? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we launched about a year ago um, to sort of bring dynamic pricing to uh, Airbnb. Um, and so we saw the whole problem where ghost, uh, where hosts you know, um, held, didn't really have too many tools at their disposal besides, of course, your fantastic blog um, to really kind of help them figure out how should I price my place and how should I vary that price with demand. And so a lot of people had single prices um, and they would find out that they get booked out in the high season and then they aren't getting many bookings in the low season. Um, And so we built Beyond Pricing to have a simple tool where you can just uh, even preview your uh, recommended prices with your Airbnb listing uh, URL, um, see those prices, and connect your account to automatically push them to your Airbnb account. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we we uh, we wanted to do that to really kind of democratize, uh, you know, sophisticated big data uh, revenue management and dynamic pricing that used to only be available to kind of the big hotels and whatnot. Um, that a lot of a lot of us have to compete with as as Airbnb hosts. Right, and I've been using it for a while now, and and I, what I really like about it is that I just don't have to worry about it. You know, um, yeah. I don't have to go into my calendar, update my prices, think about what they should be. Um, I'm pretty sure that 
you know your team of mathematicians and data <laughs> analysts are, are doing can do a better job than myself <laughs> yeah and um, <laughs> and also i think it's it's good to uh to have an updated calendar um, daily as well because yeah. i think it's one of the factors that airbnb sort of uses to determine uh which listings to show to users they like active hosts who update their their listing and so having yep. your listing automatically updated uh well at least the calendar i think helps in that respect yeah. as well yeah it's, it's definitely a nice side benefit <laughs> you'll always have a most up-to-date calendar um you know those little factors kind of feed into uh for people that don't know although they do make it fairly prominent it really feeds into where, if you're on Airbnb, your listing will show up. You know, there's lots of factors around reviews, around how frequently you update your calendar. Um, but really what Airbnb wants to do is um, make it so that the ones that show up top, they know that those calendar, you know, that when someone goes to book a day, uh, that it's actually going to be available. Right. And the proxy for measuring that is whether or not you last updated your calendar. And with Beyond Pricing, we're updating that calendar every single night. So your calendar will always be updated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really annoying when you make a booking on Airbnb because I use Airbnb you know, during my travels a lot. And it's yeah. so annoying when you request uh, to stay somewhere and then the host replies and, and says, oh, sorry, it's not available. You know, I'm like, okay, well, yeah. update your calendar. You know, um, <laughs> And, and yeah. that's one of, I mean, that's probably the most annoying thing that I come across using the platform. So I imagine that Airbnb yep. is probably aware of that, so they, they should be giving a, giving that a pretty high sort of uh, factor in, in determining which listing to show. Exactly, right? And, and you know, they want to see that high conversion for a lot of reasons. It's better for guests, but it's also better for, uh, for owners and hosts, too. Um, if you're on some other platforms, um, ones where, you know, guests are used to calendars not being updated, um, what those guests will do is they'll just message 20 listings in an area with the same message, hey, are you available for these dates? Mm -hmm. And so if you're an owner and you're getting these inquiries, you're probably getting, we find that people get almost five times as many uh, inquiries to get a single booking as they do on Airbnb. Um, so that's one of the things that they really emphasize because they know that it's great for guests, it's great for hosts too. It saves you a ton of time if um, you know, if if a larger percentage of people that are inquiring are actually booking. Mm -hmm. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. So you uh, you mentioned yep. the different markets that you're that you're in. Can you uh, can you sort of give an overview of which which cities, like which countries, etc.? Yeah. Um, so there's there. It's pretty much most major markets. So we're in Paris, New York, London, uh, Barcelona, Berlin, Los Angeles, Rome. Amsterdam, Sydney, uh, Miami, San Francisco, Tel Aviv, Lisbon, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Austin, Madrid, um, and a few others I'm forgetting that are a bit smaller. Um, Washington, D.C., um, is, is uh, Chicago. Is the way you expand, you just look at what the next big market is and you just go down the list? Pretty much, um, you know, that's our goal. There's a few exceptions. Um, we're not in Rio de Janeiro yet. Um, we, uh, we're working on that. Um, it's a pretty interesting market. Um, but our goal has been to, you know, not, not really just throw this out there to everyone at first, um, because we could create some generic 
model that goes out there and says, ah, here's, here's the price for that whole city. You know, we could just track hotel prices or just look at kind of changes in seasonality and just put it out there. Um, and it would definitely be probably better than someone that's just has one price all the time. Um, but we really want to test it. Um, we, in every single city we go, we make sure that we have at least a half a dozen users that have tested it before we launch that city. Um, and so, you know, that we really kind of care about, you know, getting it right. Um, so we'll be launching it, as I mentioned, the kind of the next 20 biggest cities. Um, and that should give us coverage for about 60% of the world. Um, and we're thinking about uh, possibly rolling it out to everyone um, with a disclaimer that, uh, you know, these haven't been tested yet. Um, but we really don't want to kind of expand too quickly um, because we know if we, you know, if we launch and we give people bad prices, um, you know, that, that could cost them a lot of money and we don't want to do that. Right. Um, one, one question um, I have is uh, you guys are really focused on, on the pricing, right? I'm sure you, yeah. you are in touch with a lot, of, a lot of your users. And I can imagine that you know, pricing is kind of one thing uh, and one, a very important way to, to improve your results. Now, there's a, a number of other things, and I'm sure you, you guys have some expertise on, on, on that as well. Like, do you recommend um, like other aspects of, of Airbnb hosting? Do you give people advice on, on other aspects as well or no? Uh, we do when they ask, but otherwise we just refer them to you, Jasper. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's what I like to hear. See, this is a trick question, actually. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, but you're—I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, we're 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 data nerds. You know, this is what I did for uh, mentioned on the podcast before. This is what I did for a decade of my life with the big global airlines and hotels, um, and this is what I—you know—this is what I uh, we—you know—this is what I live and breathe, and this is what our whole team does. Um, but that being said, there's a bunch of other things you can do to, to increase your revenue. Um, you know, pricing is just one of them and we price, um, and it's just one thing that's like really hard, requires a lot of data and, um, it's just something that, uh, we can provide a lot of benefit for. Um, on the other side, you know, um, and we see this with, with people all the time, you know, things like, and you mentioned it, you know, really having high quality photos. Um, you know, really keeping your star rating up, um, having great descriptions, all these sorts of things around your listing that you mentioned uh, on your blog and your book and those sorts of things. Those have, you know, as big an impact as pricing, to be completely honest. Um, and, and what that's all about really is kind of conversion rates, you know, how likely when people, you know, flip through those hundreds of listings on Airbnb, you know, one, how likely are they to just click on yours? Um, and two, um, you know, how likely is Airbnb to, to show your listing higher up? Right. Um, so if to all those listening, if you haven't already uh, combed through the blog or bought the book or, uh, or any of other um, of those great outlets for, for Jasper's advice, um, definitely do that. Uh, do that first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, I will second that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because I was thinking, since you connect directly to the listing, can you see all the data surrounding the listing? Can you see how many views it has, how many bookings, etc.? 
Yeah, it's a good question. Um, for the for the we can see bookings. Um, we don't really get too intrusive on people's uh, accounts. Um, we're really just sort of there to see the mostly the publicly available information, um, number of bedrooms and those things, and then to push our prices in. Um, but because we're pushing prices in, we do see those bookings, and seeing those bookings helps us improve the algorithm um, because for everyone that's using our prices we know, you know, whether or not they're getting bookings at our prices or if they're booking up too quickly. And so that feedback loop is really important right. and helps improve the algorithm. Um, but in terms of the number of views, um, we, we don't see that. And we actually, um, you know, we've thought about using that, um, but we found that it's not quite as good of a predictor um, because, uh, you know, that can just change with, like, how frequently something's showing up. We'll look at using it in the future. Um, mm -hmm. But really, uh, an interesting thing and something that actually scares people a bit when they first start using us is, um, you know, their views might go down, um, which is interesting. Uh, and the reason why that happens is because, you know, let's say that you had a one-bedroom in San Francisco. And I apologize for using San Francisco, but it's where we are. It's easy to talk about. Um, but if you had a one bedroom and it was a uh, hundred dollars all the time, and you know you were booked up, you know, nine, ninety days ahead for everything um, because you're really underpriced, you're probably getting a lot of views, right? <laughs> People are really interested in it because you know uh, the price it's way underpriced, and so when they're searching, it'll always show up. Um, and so once you increase that, let's say that the you know the right price for that one bedroom is maybe one hundred seventy-five dollars. When you increase it to 175, you'll actually get fewer bookings because you're not showing up in as many results and those sorts. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you'll get fewer views. You'll get fewer views because it's not showing up as many um, as many queries and stuff. However, what really matters is at the end of the day how many bookings you're actually getting, and so we encourage people to concentrate on that. Mm -hmm. Right, and um, yeah, the only thing I'll say is, you know, when what I notice. I'm I'm pretty fully booked for the next like couple months, you know. Now that I started yeah. using your algorithm, that that should be going down because I'm kind of overbooked. So I'm you know I'm not charging enough. Yep. Um, but uh, I've also noticed my views actually going down because a lot of people they put in the dates yeah. when they search, right? So my my listing won't show up because it's not available. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's another good point, right? Um, your views will go down because. Uh, it's just not available if you're already booked. That right. for you know, um, and so that's an important aspect too. Um, so uh, what you really want to worry about uh, is well, even in your case, right? You know, if you increase your prices and you're not getting booked as far in advance, um, you know, you might actually see a decrease in bookings on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, what really matters is uh, you know what percentage of your next thirty or ninety days are booked. Um, so because you you know. Um, let's say I, again, priced at $100 and my next 60 days got instantly booked and then I turned on Beyond Pricing and it increased all my prices to $175, uh, you would see those bookings slow down purely because I'm absolutely full the next two months. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, one thing that I like about the, the, the app as well, it gives me this health score, you know, and, and, and yeah. it makes a lot of sense to me um, because... You know, you guys know exactly when people book, and so you know how much, you know, the percentage of days that that you should be booked at any point in time for like the next month and the yeah. next two months and the next three months, etc. 
Um, yep. So I can, uh, I've been sort of adjusting my base price a little bit to, uh, you know, to get that health score up. And it's a, it's a really easy yeah. way for me to monitor it. I just look at the health score and then I know, you know, what I should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And you're using it exactly the right way there, Jasper. Um, we've, uh, we've had people actually say that's kind of the feature that they like the best. Um, uh, even in markets where we aren't, um, what's interesting is people said, well, I just, I don't care about the prices. I just want to know my health score. <laughs> um, because for hosts that have, you know, a number of listings, because um, we also uh, power pricing for a lot of these kind of up-and-coming property managers, uh, like my VR host and guest hop and uh, one fine stay um, for them when you have a lot of listings it's it's hard to keep track of them and see which ones are doing well mm -hmm. with the health score um, and, and, and for your users that aren't familiar you can actually uh, connect multiple accounts um, and it'll all show up on one dashboard for you so it's really easy and you can just go down and scan uh, and see which uh, which listings maybe need your attention Mm -hmm. um, and have a lower health score. And people really kind of love that. Um, they'll just kind of check in, you know, once or twice a week, scan that, see which ones are health scores, see what's going on, adjust their base price, maybe make some changes on the calendar um, because we do let people change individual days um, and, uh, and then hop back out and take some a few minutes. Awesome. And for people who aren't using uh, your, your app, they, there's, a, there's a way to... To do a demo, right? You can you can actually see the prices yeah. without uh, on on beyondpricing.com, right? Yeah, on beyond pricing, um, you can go there, um, and you know that's for you know people that don't want to connect their account um, or they just want to see uh, what our recommendations are beforehand. You know, we've done this from day one. You can just go in, put in your Airbnb URL, um, and see our recommendations. Awesome. So uh, let's talk about something else. A few days ago, I noticed in my Airbnb listing that suddenly yeah. I saw recommended prices by Air Airbnb. So Airbnb is yes. kind of uh, just stepped into into your market, really, and <laughs> uh, and and they are um, now um, they they have this uh, this calculator, and it, if you turn it on, it will uh, it will just fill in the prices that they recommend. Yep. So let's talk about that. What 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 are your thoughts so far? Yeah, uh, it only took them a year, um, and uh, and they they got it out the door. Um, so it's good to see it. It's interesting. It's really validation about um, you know the importance of it, and I think they saw the demand for beyond pricing and how many people were using it, um, and and realized that this is something you know this dynamic pricing would be something that's good for for all of their users. Um, so we, uh, like I said, it came out a, you know, a day or two ago more broadly, but they had been testing it in Tokyo and Amsterdam beforehand. Um, some of our users had seen it. Um, so far, you know, we're, we're still collecting information, and, and for any of your users uh, that aren't using Beyond Pricing yet, um, you know, we'd love to get in touch. Uh, you know, just shoot shoot us an email um, or shoot me an email, Ian at BeyondPricing.com. Um, but we'd love to sort of see. See your calendars um, and the Airbnb pricing recommendations because we're really trying to dissect uh, what they're doing. Um, well, a couple of things that we've noticed, uh, and it's really at first we thought, "Wow, this th their prices are incredibly close to Beyond Pricings," because um, we saw their recommendations for people using us, um, and we were like, "Wow, they they track exactly ours. They they go up when ours go up. They go down when ours go down." 
Um, and then we kind of realized um, what appears they're doing is they're actually just making their price increases on top of the individual days that are already on your calendar, um, rather than on a base price like ours um, are. Um, so what's interesting about that is, uh, you know, what we do is we'll take your base price, let's say it's $100 for your one bedroom, and then we'll fluctuate that up and down based on demand, right? So for a big event, maybe we, let's say for New Year's, uh, we would then kind of take that 100 and let's say uh, our algorithm says, well, New Year's is a lot of demand, we're going to double that price, say, to $200. Um, what, uh, what they're doing is they're saying, they're looking at your whole calendar, and if they looked at New Year's and they thought also that you should double it, they're not looking at what your average was for the year, that $100 and doubling it. They're looking at what your price was uh, for that day, for New Year's Eve, and then doubling that. The problem with that is if you are already using Beyond Pricing or you just already knew also because you listened to, to Jasper and you increase your price for that holiday, it would, so let's say you would increase that price to $200 on your own, Airbnb would recommend you then to double that even further to $400. Um, and what, that seems to be what they're doing. Um, they might change that, but if that's the case, um, it's definitely something to look out for um, if you're already doing dynamic pricing. Um, for those, though, that are not, um, that just have kind of mostly flat prices, um, we, we still haven't found anyone, again, because we mostly talk to users of Beyond Pricing that are already doing dynamic pricing. For those that have flat pricing, we'd love to get in touch and sort of um, really give Airbnb a, a fair shake so that we can see what it, um, what it recommends for them. Um, but it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. So if it's true what you're saying, then what people should really do is um, set their prices, uh, set this one price for, for every single day of the year, right? Yeah, it, it is to, to make it work right. But what I found, so I tried that with, with my accounts too. Um, and if you do that, it doesn't adjust then. Um, it, it, it still sets the same recommended price. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's something that's really tough. And we'd always wondered how Airbnb would come at this um, because, as you know, with us, we, we still mess around with base prices um, and we give people, you know, insight onto how to adjust their base price. And we really think that these models need to be um, with a average base price that you adjust based on our health score and then a dynamic price and that those two need to be kind of separate. Um, they've kind of joined it together, and so um, we think that'll create some issues. Um, but we're still kind of looking into that. Um, but if you, as you said, if you currently set them all flat, it doesn't actually change those prices. Um, so we have like a few accounts too where we uh, that we just have, and we've uh, you know we've set our prices, say for a one bedroom, to five hundred dollars a night, right? Which is a price I would never book at. Um, they are making their recommendations based on that, so they'll increase that 500 to 600 and all this. Um, so it's not it's not fully intelligent yet. <laughs> right. So, um, oh, that's interesting. But you're you're saying if you set the flat price for every single day, they they won't adjust it. No. Yeah. Give it a try. Um, yeah, we didn't see it change at all. Like if you go and. Uh, if you change a whole month, say to five hundred dollars, um, they won't they won't change if you've increased that, um, which is interesting. Well, so we're not we're not fully sure exactly what it's basing things off of, mm -hmm. um, and there's not too much transparency in the tool right now. 
Um, yeah. They have an interesting thing on the side, which is this, um, this, this slider. And we've always thought about doing this. It's kind of what we were going to do was like a risk slider to say, oh, do I want to be more sure that I'm going to book up and, and underprice it? Or do I want to be riskier, you know, and, and set it, you know, at, at exactly what Beyond Pricing recommends? Or do I want to even go beyond that and increase it? Mm -hmm. um, what's interesting on their risk slider is it just sets the middle to whatever they recommend. And then uh, they don't actually show you um, the percentage decrease in probability. You know, if you increase the price, it just says that you're less likely. Right. Which is kind of, kind of a no-duh, right? <laughs> If you're priced above what the ideal price is, of course, you're less likely to get booked. If you're priced below what the ideal price is, of course, you're more likely to get booked. Um, uh, and then that's kind of what all that risk slider is saying. Um, right. but it is actually a really cool um, way to represent that to people. Um, they really have great design on what they've rolled out, too. We really like that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to use. It's convenient. It looks good. Um, but in yeah. the end... What you, I think, well, what I'm really interested in is, is just, uh, you know, how much, what's the revenue going to be by the end of the month? Yeah, you know, I think that's. I mean, most <laughs> yeah. people are probably most interested in that. And what's the other thing is, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a year, and we, you know, we price over a million dollars a week, and we, you know, we've heard everything. Like we've worked on this product for so long, and we just know that. You know, we've heard all the complaints and, and all the feedback and whatnot. Um, and, you know, one of them is, uh, and we're already hearing it from our users who said, oh, I'm going to give this Airbnb thing a try. Um, and they're initially really excited um, because if, if, you know, what we think is going on is going on, uh, it just takes everything that we had priced and then increases it, you know, 30%. Uh, and as a user, you're like, oh, this is great. Um you know, what was Beyond Pricing doing? I could be making 30% more. <laughs> um, and then what you'll see is in two weeks, they won't get any bookings. Um, and then they'll, you know, either turn it off, come back to us, or, you know, complain to Airbnb about, oh, why isn't this happening, blah, 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 blah. And really, like, suggesting prices is just, it's a very risky thing. Um, and you have to, um, and, it's, and it's something where, you know, it creates a lot of customer support questions. Um, and, you know, we really have a team that's really devoted to that. Um, and, and the hope is that Airbnb becomes accessible to, to help people answer those pricing questions. But, you know, I'm guessing that it, it's not going to be people really well-versed in pricing that are going to be answering those questions for them. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that works. Yeah, I'm not too confident on that either because what I'm hearing from a lot of people is that, most people are, don't really have good experiences with Airbnb customer support. Yeah. Um, the, the complaint that I usually hear is that they feel like the person that they're talking to doesn't know what, what they're talking about. Um, right. So that the, they probably have to work on the education there. But yeah, I think the average customer service representative at Airbnb is probably not um, too, has not too much knowledge about the actual algorithm behind the pricing yeah. and, and et cetera. Yeah. Um, did, 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 did Airbnb consult you guys at all? Did they what? Did they consult you guys? Like, I imagine if, yeah. if they want to make a, an algorithm that predicts prices, like, did they ask you guys for advice or? Yeah, you? so, you know, last year they asked us to talk at South by Southwest on pricing, um, and we know them really well. Um, you know, we, we talked to them before about, about helping them out, um, 
and you know we really like them um the end of the day you know we're we're trying to build something for for everyone um for whether or not they're on airbnb or homeway or brbo or Wimdo or whatever channel they're on um and we'll be rolling out a lot of those partnerships uh very soon um and so uh we we couldn't really tie ourselves just to just to airbnb um but we're you'll see us come up with some new things to uh to really help uh, help every single platform uh, really have this uh, have uh, the benefit of dynamic pricing, and so that'll be coming up soon. One more thing I wanted to talk about, and this yes. is this is the only the only thing that uh, that I had questions about when I started using the app yep. is um, this this risk thing that we talked about. Yes, and here's why it sort of uh, came up when I, when I looked at my calendar. So what I do is I, I decrease my prices pretty aggressively in sort of last minute, so in the last like week or two. Yep. Because and the faults behind that is that uh, you know it, it's it's no good to have um, an empty house. An empty house makes zero. So yep. you know I want to lower my price and increase the chance that I'll get a booking last minute. Yep. Now once I started using Beyond Pricing. Um, it, I noticed that it wasn't decreasing the price as much as I expected. Yeah. And we talked about this and, and you made a good point where you said, well, you know, let's say you decrease it from 200 to a hundred. Um, yeah. you know, there's a much higher chance that you'll get booked, but in the end, if you get booked 10 times at a hundred or five times at 200, yeah, that doesn't really in revenue, that's the same, right? Yeah. And so, exactly. and so there's, there's a risk, uh, there's a risk thing involved, you know, yes. do you want to really maximize your prices that, that will mean that sometimes you won't get booked, but then the, the times that you do get booked, you get booked at a higher price. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely right. Um, and it's, it's hard, you know, when you create a tool, um, you kind of, as Airbnb is seeing now, you know, you create something that's, uh, that's based on a bunch of data and a bunch of these kind of probability-based things. Um, but we realize every single person's different, you know. Um, you might not want to take that risk, or, or even let's just say you were only had your place available for two weeks. Uh, if you only had it available for two weeks, you're probably going to want to aggressively discount because those are your only two weeks. Uh -huh. You know, you don't have another 10 tries to really, you know, probabilistically get that, you know, those those five other $200 bookings, right? Right. Um, you just care about that one. Um, and so for, for users like that, you know, we you can just go in and the same way that you would discount on Airbnb's calendar, you can just click that day and discount it on your Beyond Pricing calendar. Um, in the future, uh, we're looking, we don't want to complicate our product too much too early um, because then it'll just get busy. Um, but we also want to give people the, the power that, uh, you know, that they want. Um, so now it's just to, to adjust individual days. They can do that. In the future, we'll probably do something where, you know, we could say, uh, you know, decrease prices. You know, we recommend only decreasing this much in the last seven days. But you can toggle and ignore a recommendation and play around with that more. So we'll look to do that in the future um, and make it kind of a, an advanced option for people that really want it. Awesome. Well, yeah. thanks, uh, thanks for being on the show uh, and, and explaining more about your product and discussing the, the Airbnb yeah. tool as well. Yeah.
Um, for those who are interested in signing up with Beyond Pricing, what can they do? Uh, yeah, well, so they can just go to um, they can go to beyondpricing.com and just sign up there, or uh, better yet, they can uh, also go to get paid for your pad. Um, I think uh, we'll probably put a link on the podcast too. Um, we have a deal for all your listeners. Uh, you get an additional two months free, uh, so that'll be three free months uh, with the code uh, GP4YP. Get paid for your pad. Um, and you can just either input that code uh, when you sign up or uh, click through on the uh, Get Paid for Your Pad site, um, and we'll, we'll take care of you. Um, one, one other thing, Jasper, let me, let me put this out there. Because um, uh, we, we were talking about customer support, um, and we really have this great customer support team. And one of the things that they're actually empowered to do, um, FYI, is uh, we have access to all the data behind our pricing recommendations. So if you ever have a question, um, about why we're pricing something, shoot us a note either through our chat channel or through our support email, and our analysts will immediately reply and get you the data so we can show you exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and that's something a lot of people don't know, um, and we've kind of hidden it, um, but uh, uh, happy to reveal it to all your, uh, to all your insiders. So I'll definitely take advantage of that. And if, if you're listening right now and you do set one price for every single day of the year, yeah. And uh, get in touch with Ian, um, Ian at beyondpricing.com, because yeah. because uh, you're you're interested in uh, to to talk to those people and, and see what uh, what the Airbnb algorithm will will make from those prices, right? Definitely, yeah. No, I would love that, and uh, we'll give you a few extra months free for helping us out with some user testing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Ian. Uh, thanks again, and uh, for all the listeners, uh, you'll you'll uh, find the show notes at getpaidforyourpad.com slash podcast and uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time